happy day when Jesus was, when my Jesus was, he was mostly in the way, a happy day. Praise the Lord, family. Thank you for joining We Are Family Prayer Line live and on podcast for the Bible reading. Tonight, we are going to be blessed by hearing Psalm 33 as shared by our sister in Christ. Hi, Evie. Hey, Eleanor. Hi, family. Family, let's get started with prayer before we go deeper into this psalm. Father, we thank you. We come to you with a glad heart, Father, that everything in your word is for our good, as is this psalm. Lord, we just thank you that we see and hear you through this reading, Father, that you are illuminated more and more in our hearts that we come into a closer relationship and a closer understanding of exactly who you are. And we thank you that it's going to bless us all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And what translation? This is actually the New King James translation, Psalm 33, the sovereignty of the Lord in creation and history. This psalm that I have, you know, when you read the Bible, eh, I read it because I liked what I read, but it didn't have me jumping up and down, being honest, until I sat down and said, okay, so Evie, you have to start studying. You know, this is some, some time ago, but study the word. Don't just read it. Study the word. And when you get into studying it and the Holy Spirit starts revealing things to you, it changes everything. Amen. Hallelujah. But let's go on. In the psalm, David is calling on the righteous, who is children of God. He's calling on us and telling us why we should praise God. You know, his goodness, his truth, his authority that's seen in in his creation, his power, and his favor to his people. So let's get started with this. Psalm 33, rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make melody to him with the instrument of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with the shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the water of the sea together as a heap, He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the earth stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy, 
to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us just as we hope in you. Amen. Amen. Verse 1, rejoice in the Lord, all you righteous. And we know that we're the righteousness of God. And the definition for righteous is God-fearing, virtuous. We are the righteous. And he's telling us to praise the, praise the Lord. And then he tells us to play the instruments, praise him with the heart. Know that you have to practice. It takes some skill to play an instrument. So this just reminds me of coming to the Lord with intentionality. Amen. And how in that skill, that's where our earnestness comes from when we praise the Lord. And you're absolutely right. It's an intentional, thankful praise. Yes, it is. I mean, we have to be intentional because, you know, you can look at Revelation where God is like someone who's neither hot nor cold. That's not intentional. That neither hot nor cold or it doesn't bless him. It might get you from as a, as a new baby, maybe, but we are growing in Christ every single day. And as you grow, if your toddler could walk around dropping crumbs all over the floor, but by five, it's like if you don't turn around and pick that up, as you grow, more is expected of you because you're growing. That's, that's the whole growth cycle. Our praise should not be stunted. It should be growing and growing deeper. And it's exactly on point because this psalm recognizes is the importance of praise. Matthew Henry commentary stated how God's goodness should be so full of praise and it should never be empty of praises. He stated that there are so few who live to his glory. And that's a key thing to understand that we should be growing in God's glory. There's a scripture that says we go from glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. And it's based upon that relationship that continues to grow us closer to God. And when you know who God is, you can't help but praise him. Hallelujah. And then when it says to sing to him a new song, there are some people who sometimes um, get into a habit of praise, and the praise doesn't change. I'm not saying that it's not relevant. It's not that it's not good. It's not that it's not heartfelt. But there is something new every day to praise the Lord for. So when we get into praising him, keep it fresh something that we hear about more and more today in the health arena is to be present. You know, when you're eating your meal, be present. When you're in a relationship or a conversation with someone, be present. You know, actively listen, actively participate in a conversation. That's the same with our praise for the Lord. Be present. There is something new every day. When we get up and thank him for our breath, that's great. And even if you just say, Lord, I just thank you. We're having a snowstorm here today as I'm sharing, sharing this with Eleanor. It's, it's minus four degrees outside. But I thank you, Lord, that in my home it's warm. You know, there's always something new to praise him for. Praise God. I totally agree with the points that you are making. Amen. Amen. And when we're talking about, you know, as you were saying, Matthew Henry was talking about praising God for his goodness and creation, we can say 
we can just rattle off at the mouth, you know, oh, praise you, God, the maker of heaven and earth. What does that mean? Well, let's look at verse 6. David gets into that. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. And when we know the word, Jesus is the word, and the breath is the Holy Spirit. So this is just, there's treasures in this word. David is, he's saying, Lord, you have done this by the word of your mouth, you've created the heavens, and by the host of them, by the breath of, of his mouth. And it's like the heavens. And that, this is from Matthew Henry also, where the heavens are the visible heavens, the sun, the moon, the stars, the things that we can see when we look up. Jesus, you were, in, you were involved in the creation of that. And then the hosts of heaven, the angels and the angelic beings and the Holy Spirit was involved in that. It just shows us that it's Father, Son, and Holy Ghost that we're reading about. What a blessing. I love the way, Evie, that you made that connection for the Holy Spirit. Because immediately when I read verse 6, I too went right back and connected it to Genesis 1-2 that states the earth was formless and void or a waste and emptiness and darkness was upon the face of the deep, primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And I just had to give a hallelujah because this verse identifies the interrelationship of God with the Holy Spirit. And just as God and the Holy Spirit formed the earth, as a child of God, we can believe that this interrelationship continues on our behalf. I shout Hallelujah, because that's the power that a child of God has. And that's why we can have the faith in what God says in his word, that he will deliver faithfully those promises to the children of God. Amen. Family, to me, that brings in the whole relationship. But all of this was made, and it was intentional, and how God, gathered the water of the sea. And these are things that when you go to the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean or in the Caribbean, wherever you are traveling, and it's like, I love, there's that circadian rhythm when you're by the, by the waters, you know, but those waters are held in place. It's not just beautiful for us. It's like, my goodness, if there was not a boundary on those waters, we would be drowning. And it's just when you think about how perfectly everything was made for us. He gathers the waters, verse 7, gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap and lays up the deep, and that's of the waters, in the storehouses. And it's saying, let the earth fear the Lord and let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him because this creation is magnificent. We grow accustomed to it because this is our normal. We know that we're going to go outside. We're going to see the sun. At night, we're going to see the moon. We can go swimming. We can do this, that, or the other. Oh, Lord, thank you so much. We can't let complacency slip in. We have to do everything with intentionality. Amen. What a blessing because Hebrews 11.3 that reads, by faith, that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence 
in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the worlds, universe, ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Hallelujah. And that connects to our understanding of what faith is. Because if you see it, then why do you need to have faith? That's why it's important just to have faith. We don't need to see it. If God said it, then like you said, Evie, it is so. It's done. You can't rechange it. You know, we can only hold on to it. Hallelujah. What do you think about that? That is so true, Eleanor, because the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is full of, and God said, or as it is written, it's done. I mean, when, even when Jesus was being tempted, he went back to the word of God because it's done. He said, as it is written, and that got Satan to get the heck away from him. It is written. It cannot be changed, and the devil himself knows that. Hallelujah. And so it behooves us to know it. If said it, it is true. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what somebody else may have said or how they've tried to throw glitter on it and change it and, and new ageify it. It doesn't matter. The word of God stands. He said it. It's done because it says in verse 9, Eleanor, when he says, for he spoke and it was done, he commanded and it stood fast. And there's a period there. And there should be a period in our hearts of there. He said it and he meant it. So I do love the way the cross-references, everything in this Bible weaves together. And it's just, I, I look forward to the day when, we, when we're in heaven and we're saying, oh, my gosh, I see, we're going to see it even clearer now. Amen. What we're seeing now is, is the roadmap for us to verse 10. Verse 10 reads, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the people of no effect. And is that not true? It is Amen. not true. It's like the wiseness of it. Don't get caught up in, be involved in local politics, be involved in national politics, but please don't be consumed with it. Because anyone in any seat of power is Amen. temporary. And what they say is not gold. This is why we've got the split going on now that in this nation, because somebody had the audacity to say a lie, and people just blindly believe it. And that's because there's a certain level of praise that people are bestowing upon a human being to their own peril. But verse 10 says that the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing, and he makes the plans of the people of no effect. So all that's going around, it's going to end. It is going to end. Because the counsel of the Lord, according to verse 11, stands forever. And the plans of God's heart to all generations. Amen. I love what you just said, where our focus should be. And that connects to what you also said about reading the word of God, because it's God's word is what is truth. Everything else is not able to be trusted. Even though the best intentions might be stated by a man, if that's not within God's will, then it's to nothing. And it's important to realize that it's God's word that is truth. And that's where the reliance should be. And I love the way 
David writes, you can't trust man because God has the final say. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, God can overrule all the counsels of men. And that's the, that's the bottom line. Because people who believe the big lie, it's like pray for them. They need to become repentive of it and to go to the Lord and be healed. And that's what I think is meant for God's glory and our good and God's plan. And that is true. I mean, it's like we can be, when you say that, you know, God's word is the final say and God can change anything, there are people listening now that in this, in this family group right now who have been told, this is what's wrong with you medically. Uh, I'm not sure what, how this is going to play out. They stood on the word of God. Yes. And God turned it around. Hallelujah. They are healed healed completely and as we've been told you know you know complete healing means nothing missing you know it's just they're healed despite what the doctors say we trust in the doctors we our laws are made by by politicians so there is a level of respect given to these people but they are people and god's word stands above all of them so if a doctor says something if you're going to cry cry and then get on your knees because God's word is the word that will stand forever. Has he not said it? Then it is done. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Glory well, to brings God. Me, brings me, Eleanor, to verse 13, uh, where it reads that the Lord looked from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, 14, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. And in studying it, and that's not just lamps. It's not just Oh, I created, let me just check in. When he looked, reminded me of when you might say to a student, a child, a partner, a friend, look at me. That means give me your attention. And when the Lord looked from heaven, he is looking with intentionality on every single human being on this earth. And that reminds me of Isaiah, you know, when he, when he saw the Lord sitting on his throne, which is the highest pinnacle. Is it Isaiah 6-1? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated yes. on a throne high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Hallelujah. And that re- references verse 14, from the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. That's that throne that he's looking from. That's why we're praising him. Yes. That's why this is a psalm of praise to the sovereignty of the Lord in creation and the sovereignty, his authority, his power, his majesty. And that's why we're praising him. It's like verse 15 says that he fashions the hearts, and these are the hearts of all these people that he has looked at with intentionality. He fashions their hearts individually. He knows you. He knows what your intentions are. He knows what your thoughts are. He knows what your weaknesses are. I mean, he knows you. We pride ourselves on saying, girl, I know you like a book. I know you. I know you. You know what I mean? Of someone who knows God can, from the numbers of hairs on our head to our very heart, that that you don't share with anybody else, 
God knows you. And for that, you know, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you for your sovereignty. We praise you because you look on us from your throne with intentionality, Lord. You see us. The fact that we're on this prayer, on this line today, is testimony, I guess, that God something for you to do. He's not just leaving us here. He ain't just leaving us here because we're cute, although that could be true. But that's not, you know, you know, as for the brothers, as you find, that's not why you're here. We're here because before our exception, till we see him again, he's got a plan for us. Amen. And it might take us 70 years to see it. It might take someone else 50 years to walk in their plan. But every day that we wake up, it's because he intentionally said, this one has something to do. Hallelujah. Because that's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know mm-hmm. the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Because when we aren't intentional about that understanding and application to the decisions that we make, that's when it's our decision. But when we become intentional in seeking God to find his plan for our lives, that's what's intentional. And we can be assured that it's going to be a blessing because we have a heavenly father that is intentionally looking at us. We are his children. Hallelujah. And he does want us to accomplish all the things that he called us forth to do. Hallelujah. That's why I, too, love this psalm. It really helps us to realize where our trust and faith should be. It can't be on man. It can't be on ourselves. It must be on the true and living God who is faithful to do exactly what he says he will do. Hallelujah. And that he will do. He will do exactly. It may not look the way we think it should look because that reminds us that we're not the ones in charge. Amen. So when, when the Lord places something on our heart and it's like, but that's not, Lord, that's, ooh, that's really not what I planned. <laughs> or maybe we you know what, maybe we don't say it like that. Maybe we just go, there's that, that, there, there's that seed of doubt there. But it's like when we know that, when we go back to like you were saying, that it's going to work because God said it. That's when we yield ourselves to him. That's when we praise him for his sovereignty, praise him for his knowledge, praise him that what he has called us to do, even if we don't understand how we're going to get from point A to point B, we're going to be led by him, and if he said it, it's done. Amen. As I look at this journey that I've made toward the prayer line, it was something that's so unlike me. Cry out, Abba, Father, because I couldn't see it, but I wasn't supposed to see it. God only requires us to trust. Oh, hallelujah. Like you said, he sees He's looking. He knows the big picture. And even the way that we are interconnected in relationships, he's, he's working on us all and trying to get us all to that point 
also according to his timetable. It is, and what I love about it is like when you started, because I wasn't, I, I picked up probably weeks after you started, but it's like the participation level has increased. People, you know, weren't really saying anything. They're caring more and more. So yeah. this is not, when God called you to do something, he's like, because I know I'm going to have Bernadette, Harriet, Ronnie. He knew that all of us people, we say, Eleanor's doing this and we're going to join in. You think God didn't know that? You think he didn't say, because Evie, there's something I want you to hear. There's something I want you to share. There's something I want you to learn. You know, Ronnie, there's something I want you to share. Bernadette, there's something I want you to share. Harriet, we need your voice. He's saying this because we do have free will. We don't have to. But it's like at the base of it is because he wants us to dig deeper. There's something he's got for every single one of us to do, and we're not going to be able to do it if we don't dig deeper. You're not going to find the treasure if you don't dig for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 